wanted to talk about. We didn't talk about it. First of all, we're going to get back to it, guys. So, Shelby, my advice to you again, back on dating, is find your pace and make sure she knows what it is and also figure out what her pace is. Because like I just told you, right? When you're dating, things move really fast nowadays. It's 2020. We're in our 20s. I just remembered how old I am. I'm 26. You know what I mean? And I do forget. Dude, I just had a birthday. Just had a birthday. I just had a birthday. September 28th. Shout out to my male Libras out there. Um, we're, we're young kings. We're setting it up. We all grind. I've never met a Libra that wasn't lit. Um, but either way, it's besides the point. October Libras suck. You guys don't count. But either way, um, I just wanted to go ahead and put that out there. But yeah, man, Shelby, like I was saying. So dating nowadays super different. You know what I mean? Our grandparents or grandparents, grandparents, whatever it is, but uh, whatever, whatever the older generations are, they dated differently. You know what I mean? They'd go to work, not really hear from their spouse or significant other, come home, then they'd talk. Nowadays, you take everybody and everything with you, every pocket, wherever you go. You're texting wherever you're at. People are in your face everywhere you're at. I can see how you feel, I can see what you're doing, I can see who you're with, I can see literally everything on social media, I can see literally everything on FaceTime, I can see literally everything through text messages, videos, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, like everything. What you like, what you don't like, how you're feeling in that exact moment, and then that leaves nothing to talk about, right? Then you get home and someone wants to tell you a story that you already read on social media. They'll be like, oh, I saw this crazy story online, Bob. I'm like, yeah, I saw that too. And then boom, now your conversation's gone. And then you're like, oh, maybe, maybe I don't want to be with this person again. Now we have nothing to talk about. We don't have anything in common. The thing is, you did. You guys just ran through it all really fast. You've lived years of life and relationship in a very small period of time. So what used to take months to experience, you know, back in the day, we experienced in days. We used to take years of relationships and things like that and time together, right? Back in the day, we can spend it months. So we, everything's like on fast forward nowadays. You know what I mean? Technology, relationships, schools, like everything's accelerated. So when you date, you have to find a pace that truly works for both of you to where you're not accelerating everything, but you guys are still comfortable in the relationship. I think that I mean that's definitely a valid point. I think for for me and for our situation, we've been really just trying to be honest and like open about what we want, what our expectations are, which is kind of unique because you know I'm 27 and I feel like now I'm experiencing what it's like to have an actual like adult relationship yeah. or not even a relationship, but you know yeah. be in the in those foundation stages where it's like all right, let's let's see if we have a genuine connection and let's work from that. Um, and so, yeah, we've just been having a lot of like conversations, putting everything out there and really just trying to make sure that everything that we want aligns because I don't want to get in this other situation and we find out down the line that, yeah, that doesn't click, it doesn't work, we don't vibe that way. I think the reason why we have spent a lot of time together these past couple weeks is just because we both do genuinely feel good about what we want and we want similar things. So it's really easy um, 
I think it's just really easy to be around each other because we're learning about each other, but we're asking those tough questions that people typically don't really address early on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, like I was telling Dom, I was telling you and Dom earlier, it's like, you know, I think all of us are really serious about how we spend our time because a lot of us for time, our time is money. So if, I, if I'm giving you my time, it's gotta be something that I feel is rewarding and same with her. So whether it's, you know, my job, my studying, you know, working with you guys on the podcast, like that's something that I like dedicating my time to. So when I'm taking time out from those things and focus that time on you and building up us, I want it to be quality. So yeah, yeah like Dom said, we experienced a lot, very, a lot of people have taken years and condensed it down to like learning each other in a couple of months. Like that's definitely relevant, but I think now we're just being a little bit more strategic about it. You know, you both have great points. And if you're just now joining us at home, this is Band in America. We do talk about all type of shit. Uh, we talked about cuffing season not too long ago. We had a whole episode about politics. And uh, it sounds like today we're, we're, we're back in our feelings just a little bit, but... Yeah, we might be in Kiki, do you love me? Are you right? Oh, so you never have a lead from behind It's better than Jada, though. It is. It is. It's just a little bit. Trap we're, hey, we're jaded. Hello. Hey. Yeah, but, we got um, into that, but... But kind of to piggyback off of like what Dom was saying, like, I feel it completely. I was having a conversation with someone the other night just about how different it was um, to be younger, to be like the era that we grew up and to um, have free nights and weekends on your phone and a number on the amount of text messages you get sent. And it's almost like right now, America, and not just America, but the world has been given like this unlimited pass. And with this unlimited pass, it's you can communicate with whoever you want to, whenever you want to, you can find all this information whenever you want to, pretty much anything that you could possibly think of is at your disposal, right here, because of this phone, because of technology. When it was different because I can only be on the computer for an hour, you know what I'm saying, two hours a day, and then you really couldn't call my cell phone when I did have a cell phone until after nine o'clock. And then I had like 200 messages a month. You know what I'm saying? So if we want to talk about strategic, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that was very strategic. You really had to maneuver back then. To you make did, it work. which is instant messaging, right? But even then, bro, now, like nowadays kids will get it on their phone. They'll go have dinner. They'll be on their phones during dinner. Back then, if I was on the computer and dinner came during my hour that I had on the computer, lose it. You didn't lose it, but I, I'm putting on my uh, my away message. Hey, eating dinner, I'll be back later. Right, right. I'm enjoying family, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm outside before I'm doing that. But when it translates into relationships, like Dom was saying, nowadays, if you're having a bad day, you're gonna text me about it, you're gonna FaceTime me about it. I know about your bad day now as soon as it happens. So when I see you later on at night, we don't have anything to talk about because we didn't talk about our, our whole days throughout the day. And it's like, where like where do we go from here? Communication's off. What are we gonna talk about? Just random shit. And, and sometimes it's gonna lead you to be closer somewhere else. 
someone who has quote unquote more interesting things to talk about. So you think, which which is why uh, I guess that leads me to this point, right? So for my next relationship, it has to be about. I've been very aware of the amount, you know, of time that I use social media, that I'm on my phone, my screen time. I'm very aware. And what I'm trying to do now is be off. I'm trying to disconnect. And I want to connect more with people. And I've always known, like, everything that people are coming out with now, like, I've always known that, I've always felt that way. So I've never necessarily been really connected to my phone. But even the amount of time that I am connected to it now, I still feel like it's too much. So the next relationship that I'm in, we don't have to talk all day on the phone. That doesn't mean I don't like you. It just means I actually want us to, I want your day when I get home, when you get home, to be something new to me. I don't want the same old thing like throughout the day because it, it turns into a routine. I'm texting you, hey, what are you doing? You know what I'm doing. Uh, what are you doing now? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm doing. And it gets repetitive to the point where you can almost assume what that other person is going to say. When you're like, hey, what's up? Or whatever the case is. You already know what they're doing, bro. Like, and they know what you're doing. And there's no thrill. All the excitement is gone. The communication is lost. Like, we already been shortening up the words. W-I-D. W-I-A. You know what I'm saying? So I do. Um, let's bring communication back. Yeah, no, I, I value that. I think once you get to that point where you're just like, so what's going on? What's up? And you're asking that multiple times in a day, you really don't have anything to talk about with that person at all. So I 100%, you know, my next relationship, I guess, and I'll, I mean, I'll clarify a little bit more, but I don't want to talk to you all day long. I mean, I want to know you know, I'll, we'll, we'll check in and be like, you know, hey, like, you having a good day so far? Or if something comes up throughout the day, like, and I'm working, you know, or shoot me a text. But it won't be, we won't have a, a very in-depth conversation about it. It'll be very surface level. But if it's something worth, like, something very deep that we need to talk about, then like I, like I was telling you earlier, you know, I'd rather you call me. I'd rather you come over and let's have a face-to-face. And I think... Like, like you said, is like both of you guys have said, it's real easy to stay connected because of your phones. I mean, I'm 27. I don't want to be on my phone in the evenings in my personal time. Like, I'm always on my phone talking to clients and stuff during my work time. That So when I get done, when I'm leaving the office, you know, I'm not calling you guys and FaceTime you asking what you're doing. I'm saying, hey, y'all want to go chill? You guys want to get together and talk? Let's have a real conversation. And again, we can't do that every day, but I think that's what keeps the, the friendship crisp because we never really get tired of each other. We might get tired of each other's shit. We're talking over each other, and I know I've been trying to work on that this time. Hopefully, you see the progress, but uh, you get what I'm saying. Like, it's more spaced out, so we actually look forward to speaking with each other. And, you know, I won't name drop, you know, who I'm seeing right now, but it's a newer situation, and like I said, we're just really trying to not kill our fight, but we're just trying to be patient with it, but also keep following it. And like Dom said earlier, I don't, I don't believe in the honey, honeymoon phase. 
in this stage of life. I think it's all about you meet someone that you are able to have a conversation with, you meet them on your same level, someone that you can look at and you say, okay, this being around this person, investing my time in this person, generally makes me feel better and it is making me want to do better. Like you two are, I think you guys are, are close friends. Obviously, you know, I've known Rich a lot longer, but I don't, when I, when I think of you two, I don't go and say, all right, I don't know why I hang out with Dom. Dom doesn't really add value to my life. You know what I mean? So when it comes to investing time in a relationship or a friendship, really evaluate, does this person generally, quote unquote, add alpha to the situation? And that's how you just kind of, does that make sense? I'm not roaming too far away from what we were talking about earlier, right, Dom? No, you're good, man. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you're one thousand percent right, man. It's not only value, but it's energy. Energy, yeah. Like, why give my energy to somebody who doesn't deserve it? Why give my energy to someone who drains me? Yeah. You know, why give my energy and time and commitment and trust and love and everything to someone who doesn't appreciate it? Someone who abuses it? You, you shouldn't. Yeah. But people are are stuck sometimes, and when they get into those situations, it starts to become a normal for them. They're used to it. They instead of them thinking it's wrong, I shouldn't be feeling this way. They're just like this. They justify it for the person, yeah, and allow it to continue. And it's like shit like that. You just you, you can't let it happen, man. You can't be out of your element, and you can't allow your energy to be taken for granted. Yeah, because you won't be your you won't be your absolute truest self in the relationship or situationship or whatever you want to call it. If you're you know if you're not you, then everything that your your foundation is going to be fucked up. You know what I mean? Your foundation is not going to be right, and you're going to build something that's not going to last. So I think you just need to be honest with yourself, your partner, your friends, whoever you're getting involved with. Kind of keep that open dialogue of honesty and, and newness. But this is Band in America. We are not a relationship podcast. We're just three people in our feelings right now. So we're going to stop talking about this. Can we? So uh, we're going to pull this question. We're going to pull. No, nah, we're going to pull this question in a little bit. Um, my question is this to the ladies out there. Um, if I take you out on a date, Shelby takes you out on a date, Rich takes you out on a date, anybody takes you out on a date. Right? It's real nice. Let's say we go somewhere nice. You have a great time. The mood's right. You know, everything's going cool. It comes time to pay. You know what I mean? I that, that fucking checkbook right off the table. I look you in your eyes and I lay down a gift card. Oh, shit, bro. It, I don't know why. I don't know why hearing that the second time is funnier than reading it in the phone the first time. <laughs> So my question is this, right? Is it okay? Is it okay though, right? Put down gift card. No, I'm serious though, right? I look my girl right in the eye, right, and I just slide that gift card right on the table. You know, I don't even, I don't even slide it. I just toss it. You know I got what a mean? clarifying question for you. Okay. Because you just said it was your girl, and you've been with my girl. girl. It don't matter. Who, it don't matter who it is. Is it a new girl? All right, new is girl or not? Situation or a big situation? Situation? First date. Yeah. Okay. First, so first date. date. 
don't first be a, date. Don't people. be a coupon ass nigga on the first date. No, it's not a coupon though. It's it's, it's a, a gift, gift card. So first date, if I if I have a gift card, dude, and I don't even really know if I'm if I'm really trying to see this girl or not. You know, the first date's an experiment, man. You want me to come out of pocket? No. I'm giving you the gift card. I'm giving you the buy one get one free. Guess who's the free? You're the free. So it is what it is. <laughs> Why even go though? What do you, no, man, Wait, it's like, if the, you don't know you like her, why even go? It's the first date. You, do, yeah, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't know. You have no okay, idea what's going to happen. You know what I mean? But so, you don't care about making a good impression, though? A good impression is, uh, look, I'm a smart shopper. That is a great impression. I'm good with my money. If you can't appreciate how I'm good with my money, then you won't appreciate how good I am with my heart and your heart. So what I'm saying at the end of the day is if I slide that gift card back and I don't hear nothing, guess what? That's nothing out of my pocket. I saved myself Listen, money. Listen, a gift card is still money. Someone put dollars on that gift card, although it may not have been me. <laughs> you get to benefit from it as well. I mean, so I might so have to take a, problem, I might gotta take a different opinion on that. I mean, I'm not against using the gift card. I'm only. I, I think if, if it's a if it's a, if I'm going on a first date and I don't really know if I like you like that, maybe. Especially if money's tight. But if I know I'm feeling you, then I, I'm gonna go ahead and pay. But then next time we go out, I'm like, hey, I got this gift card. Let's go to this place and we can live it up a little bit. Why, not do, it, why, why not do it with the gift card to begin with? Like, do you think that's being cheap or something? Yeah. So, you know, I think it just goes back to like just how I was raised though. I don't know. To not use a gift card? No. To impress on the first date. Yeah. So what's wrong with you? You can still impress on the first date with a gift card, bro. Because at the end of the day, one think about like this. At the end of the day, one. Yeah, she one. She's not one. She's not paying. Two. True. You're not paying. So that's the best of both worlds. And three, if the conversation and the dinner was cool, but you didn't waste money. My gift card is money. Your money. You didn't waste your money. True. True. I wasted someone else's money, but I'm gonna feel real messed up. I'm like, damn. I really could have. I could have done something with this gift card, either to treat myself by myself or save it for somebody I like. But again, I'm answering a question that for a situation I've never been in. All right, band fam. So we have a special guest in the house. Her name is Carmen San Diego. Uh, Carmen, can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you guys. Awesome, awesome. So tell everybody where you're from. I am. Cornfields. <laughs> what what part of Indiana are you from? Or are we not getting that specific? Um, uh, I mean, just boring Plainfield. Oh, okay, boring ass Plainfield. There we go. All right, so I'm sitting here with the guys, and I want to ask them a question, but I, I kind of want to get your take on it first. So, if you're okay. dating a guy for five years, five whole fucking years, and he's ready to pop the question. And he pulls up to you, and he gets on one knee, and he asks you, will you marry me? And you look down, and the ring still has the price tag on it, a whopping $50. But you love him, and he loves you. <laughs> Nigga, you ain't take the price tag off. <laughs> just wait, just wait. That's what I The reason why I say the price tag is on there is just so you can know it's a cheap ring. But... Right. But the love is real. The proposal is real. Are you accepting that proposal? I mean, if the love is real, it's been five years. Yeah. 
But nigga, you ain't take the price tag off the ring. Come on, man. You had it every. You had it lined up. I can't sit back no more. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come on, man. You. It's it's cool. It's cool. You know we're gonna let our caller answer first, but I gotta speak on this. She, she answered. I mean that's not okay. Price tag off the ring, but it's price a tag off the ring? price tag off the ring. Okay. Because you really made a big deal about the price tag, and that's not really like what I was trying to get. At. So price tag off the ring. It's a cheap ring, though. It's a cheap ring. Now. Marriage is between two people and you don't even need a ring. Like, there's people out there that are married that don't even have rings. Like, it's not even about the ring, to be honest. So, for any, for any, for any woman out there that's trying to just get married so they can get a nice ring, clearly need to listen to what she just said. It's not about the ring. So, let but, me, uh, let but, me, let me add to this real quick. So, uh, Carmen, I talked to a, uh, a female friend of mine, and her take on this was if her fiancé, boyfriend, whatever, whoever it is, right, isn't conscious enough to save up at least $1,000 to get a ring, $500 to get a ring, then he either doesn't have the skills required to manage his own money or just doesn't care enough to take the time to save up and plan to get a good ring for his wife or a future wife so she would say no do you agree with that no i don't because like a thousand dollars you can buy like a whole plane ticket like let's go somewhere and travel like i feel like i mean she's got her priorities if you can if you can, I feel like the guy, if he can afford it, he can get whatever he can get for her. You know what I'm saying? I got you. All right, so I guess I'm, I'm going to chime in a little bit. Me personally, I'm not spending 500 or 1000 I know for a fact when it's time for me to settle down and find, find my wife, I already have like a budget in mind, but I haven't revamped it or revised it since I came up with it. And this was in my early 20s. I'm like... The first ring has to at least be like 10k, and then every and then every every five years it gets upgraded. Man, I wish we were on visual. Is that is that is that bad? Is 10k bad? Like I feel like five to 10k, five to 10k. How about that? Can I break it down? Can I give you a little bit? And it's only because quality. Really, I don't I don't want my I don't want the woman who I'm gonna be marrying out here with something that's not. Especially if she's going to wear it. Something that's not going to, you know, make her feel the best when she wakes up. Um, something, something that's going to turn different colors when it rains or when it gets cold might turn finger green. Like, it really depends on the girl, too. Like, what if she doesn't want a dress that has a ring, you know? Then that's a win. I'm, I'm cool with that. If she doesn't want a 10K ring, I'm cool with that. I'm saying just right. off of basic presets. So I'm working off the off the defaults when it, when it comes. Like no factory settings. Yeah, factory settings. Nothing has been turned up yet. My factory settings are when I'm ready to get married, it's 5K. Yeah. Because it's an investment. It's really an right. investment. And it's something that's gonna appreciate. Gotta get that insert friend. Oh, of course. <laughs> Can I please say something now? Because I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've really been sitting back over here, just like trying to like.
keep my mouth closed, but I, I got to chime in on it a little bit. Go ahead. Let's hear what so, you got. This man scratching bro, me Yes, I know. I've been itching to speak for the last three minutes, and you guys got to just let me go off on this tangent. Go ahead, man. So, so, the first example where you said the man had a cheap-ass ring, he left a tag on it. Bro, look, do what you got to do. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the cost of the ring. It's not. It's all about, it's the relationship, the symbolization behind it. But if you are going to go get her, if you are going to do the best you can, and if all you can do is get a $50 Walmart ring, bro, let me put you on some real game. Take the tag off the ring. And I know you said you, in the next example, I know you said in the next example that it didn't have no tag on it. And well, I'm not going to shun the homie for doing what he got, what he can. Because you know what? You love your girl that much. It's the gesture that matters. It's not the ring. It's the gesture that matters. So like I said in the DMs or in the group chat, when we had the conversation, I was like, ball in your league. Don't go out there and, all right, man, I got to drop 10K because I got to get her something nice, but you ain't got it. That's going to make you look stupid. So why, your ring, why is your ring worth more than everything you got? Yeah. But if all you can afford, if you, go, if you go to your woman, and if she's quality, and if she loves you, if she loves you, and you say, hey, baby, baby, this is, this is the best I could do. I love you. I want to be with you for the rest of my life. This is a starter. I'm going to upgrade you later in life when we got it. If she can't get with that, then you know what, man? You just saved yourself a lifetime of misery. Walk away and find you some girl that's going to value what you can bring to the table and see who you see you for who you are and know that you can do better. You will do better one day, but if that's not good enough, I'm leaving. I'm out. So Carmen, you said something earlier and then he just said something now. You said, what if she doesn't want a ring that costs that much? And then you said pretty much like you're buying a $10,000 ring, but you don't even have it right now. There's two different, two differences when it comes to like, you know, I guess women in those positions. One is gonna say, you don't have to buy a ring that much because I know our financial situation. And by you buying that ring, if I am gonna marry you and I love you like I say I, I do, we're gonna be financially fucked for years to come. And then you have some girls who are just like, I want the fucking ring because if you don't get your shit together and don't get financially straight, at least I'm leaving with this 10K. And it's a mindset thing. So I'm glad that you mentioned that and you mentioned that too. And and the reason why I say like that's kind of my starting point is because I'm I'm already at the point where I'm weeding out people who really ain't there for me. Like if, if a girl's trying to, to weasel and, and mooch off, it's not gonna happen. Like I, I didn't I didn't dated a few before. Like it's it's not gonna happen. It's like I'm at the point where I, I'll spot that shit out and I'll shoot it down quick as hell. What I'm bringing to the table, you gotta you got to bring some shit to the table too, which is why I wouldn't be upset with spending five, spending 10 on a ring for somebody who has been meeting me consistently in this relationship 50-50. Whether it's not, it doesn't just got to be financially, but it's been meeting me in the relationship 50-50. And it's like, I want to show you how much you do mean to me. I think that's fair. I think the, the ring... By the gesture, can we, though, can not we, the ring. Yeah, the gesture. Can the we gesture. take? Can we take dollar value aside, quality, this that aside? It's all about the gesture, because yeah. some people will be with, 
their significant other for a hot minute and not even go that far. They'll know like, hey, this person's, this girl's down, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We're just gonna ride it out and I'll get married eventually. But if a guy loves you that much to say, there is no other woman on this earth that I even wanna look at, spend time with, blah, blah, blah. If you blaze it out for you like that and then he gets down on one knee and does, gives you the best that he can, Come on, right, right. Do we gotta do we gotta keep going with this? We don't. I think feel like we already we're beating so, a dead horse right now. We are. So Carmen, I have another question that we kind of just went over, but uh, I kind of want to get your take on it too. So let's uh, let's do a hypothetical with you, okay? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm kind of scared about Dante. Um, let's say let's say my man Rich right here, right, oh, takes you on a date. You guys have a great time. You guys are, the vibe's cool, everything's fine. This is your very first date, right? This man looks you in his eyes when the check comes, right? You guys kind of, you guys exchange a little bit of a look. Yeah, I look you in my eyes. Right, he looks, he looks, he looks at you, you look at him, he grabs it, you know what I mean? He grabs, he grabs a checkbook, you know what I mean? You give your little sigh of relief, but, but like, like I said, right? He looks at you and what he pulls out his wallet is a gift card. Big spender. Are you okay with that, or are you gonna are you gonna feel kind of feel kind of some type of way because this man's he's giving you gift card dinners? No, I don't want to be like damn. First base, like none of us gotta pay that much for this date. Let's go! Let's go! Now I feel kind of shitty. Let's go! Now I feel kind of shitty. But what if it's a first date? 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 Yeah, you. you <laughs> it's your problem okay. again because she's like, this nigga is smart. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hey, hey, we all. Shelby's very anti first date gift card. He said if he's not dropping a hundred dollar bill to impress, then no, he's it not doesn't gotta, it doesn't gotta be cheap. Yeah, he said he said he said gift card users are cheap. It doesn't even gotta be a whole big bill like that. It just gotta be like, look, when I go when I take a woman out on a first date, I'm trying to impress. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm trying to make sure, you know, I'm looking good, conversation's good. McLaren. I'm gonna offer to pick her up, not in the McLaren. In the Audi. I do, I have an Audi. I do not have a McLaren. I wish I had a McLaren, but right now I got an Audi. I'm balling with what I got in my league. So, but, so I'm, I'm trying to. about the first date thing, like, of the person picking me up because I'm like in the dating stage of my life right now. And when someone asks me out on a, on a date, on a first date, and if I'm just meeting them and we talk, like, honestly, I'd much rather drive myself. See, just because I, I, I could meet the situation, you know, I, whenever. I only offer... to pick me back home. Well, look, I only offer to pick whoever it is up just as a gesture. Nine times out of ten, I know you're probably going to drive or I know you're going to take an Uber. I'm just saying, just as being a gentleman, I at least try to ask, hey, what's your situation like? What if you don't have a car? What if you don't have a car? If you don't have a car, we're but, not dating. But let me go back to the, let me go back to the, let me go back to the first stage. Let me go back to what I, what I mean, why I didn't want to use the, the coupon. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to show you that, hey, I'm quality. I'm going to come correct. So that way, you know, if you want to brag on, 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 to your girls, on me about the date, you got, you got some ammunition. I want you to be like, go back to your your homegirls and be like, all right, he had a fresh cut. He was looking good. 
He knew how to eat properly at the table. He knew how to have a conversation. Express card. He, I mean, he had it like that. I didn't have to worry when the bill came. And it's not even about like stunning or trying to cap or anything. It's just I know that for me, when I'm going in those situations, I want to look good. Because if I, you know, I, I think two people, if you're dating, the goal should be to compliment each other, right? So I don't want to date someone that's not gonna make me look good. Because I know Rich and Dom and my other niggas will clown me. <laughs> and I really don't want to be on the hot seat for some so shit I can't so control. So if you're on a first so date I'm and she to... pays and she uses a gift card, you're out of there? No, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go like, bro, she, she paid, but she did it with a gift card. But I'm going to give her the credit anyway. But for me, I'm, I'm at least going to treat show you that I could do it right. Second date number two, I'm going to be like, all right, look, I got this gift card. We're about to go live it up a little bit. So we don't got to... I said this shit earlier. No, but but when you do that, you go from spoiling her. It'll be like a fun. It's a fun situation. It's a fun situation. It's a fun situation. Pick me up in an Audi. Yeah. This nigga pulled out hundred dollar bills and paid. I don't touch cash, so. No, no, no. Wait, just listen, bro. Just listen. Pulled out hundred dollar bills in cash and paid. Drop me off. We had a great night, right? Then, the second day comes around. This motherfucker says. Ride the bus, take a Uber, he rode his bike there, and then he used a gift card. Boy, she gonna feel like she been bamboozled. I mean, it all, it all goes back to just, are you, are you being honest? Are you, are you having the real conversations? And so then why not use a gift card on the first date rather than the second? I told you I've never been in that situation before. I'm just it's a hypothetical, it's a hypothetical you situation. Use a gift card on the second day. Yeah. I just want to know why not the first. Like it don't make sense. Because I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to impress on the first day. So I'm trying to come correct. Come fake. And real no. Because you're eventually going to use a gift card. It's not fake. It's not fake. It's not fake. All right, let's clap. So. Let me, can we get into this other question? Because there's another good one. We no, no, let, let, uh, let's get into this. Yeah, let's, let's get into this real quick. I have, we have a story for you. I have, I have a story for you, Shelby. Yeah, what's up? What's I, have a, I have a story. Carmen has a story for you guys today that uh, she experienced at her job. Uh, we'll keep your job anonymous, so don't tell anybody. Anonymity, or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever that word is that I just struggled to say. Yeah. Um, just keep it all low profile, no names, no job, none of that stuff. But uh, go ahead and kind of tell us what you what you came across today. Go ahead and tell us how it happened. So, I mean, working in the healthcare field, you see a lot of stuff in the healthcare field, and I I've, I've seen a lot of weird stuff um, in my life ever since I started working here. But today was just like. One of the weirdest things I've seen, and probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Um, so she's just—I uh, want to say between thirty and forty. Maybe. I'll tell you why in a second. Um, she's sick, so I kind of had to help her, you know, get cleaned up, and um, I'm cleaning her. And I'm changing her gown up, and like I'm cleaning in her area, you know. And she literally had like fleas in her coochie. Wait, what? Fleas? Wait, you said. Wait, clarification, clarification. Fleas. Like she has fleas. 
like 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 a dog, yeah. please. Yeah, like no, like at first I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl has crap or bed bugs, and I'm like freaking out because I'm like, this this is like life, you know. They all look the same. Well, to me, I think there's, there's a couple differences. But in order for me to, like, hey, like to get treatment started, like, we need to exterminate the room, I have to catch one of the bugs and put it in a container to show, like, my manager, like, hey, this is what I found on her. Like, we need to treat her and we need to, like, exterminate the room and we need to call infectious disease control and, like, we need to do a lot. So, in order, I have to catch bugs. So, I, like, literally, I have gloves on, okay? So, I literally, you know, picked up the bug, and I thought I killed it, but I've had my fair share of my patients that have bed bugs and disgusting, but I knew it wasn't a bed bug, because when you squeeze a bed bug, it pops full of blood. So, I'm like, this is not a bed bug. And... What was like, it? Something else. So I put it in the cup, and then I took it out, and I'm, you know, showing my coworkers. I'm like, "What is this?" And so then I looked online, and it, it's a flea. Like she has fleas, and then I looked up online, like humans, like can have fleas. For clarification, these are the same types of fleas that you would find on an animal. Yeah. Oh my God! And they made you catch one. All right, can we talk about this real quick? Wait, hold on, can hold we on, talk hold on, about, no, 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 about no, this? Finish, finish, finish the story. Finish oh. the story. So, so oh. you showed it to the coworkers, and then you guys found out that it was fleas. All right, yeah. so in, in humans, you guys researched it. Humans can't can't really catch fleas, right? Like fleas can like live on shit, but they can't like a human can't like be affected with fleas, correct? No, wow. you can't. You can't can get like you. You can get fleas, not human. Maybe, yeah. That's so crazy. People are out here literally worried about catching feelings, and you can catch fucking fleas. So, <laughs> what type of bullshit is that? Like, I'm, like, working in the healthcare field, like, people are scared of COVID. Like, it's, I'm more scared of, of catching fleas from my patient, Coochie. Oh, my God. COVID, Coochie. COVID. I got home and I changed and I took the hottest shower ever because I'm like, oh my god. So how do you get fleas in your coochie? Does this come from like, you know what? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't Yo, know. This fucking podcast. I'm more fucking speechless. <laughs> Loki, Loki, this this should be banned. This should be banned. This qualifies for that. She's like, no, I mean, my sister has a dog, 
and I'm like, do you live with your sister? And she's just like, no. So I'm like, okay, then this boat just has to be gross. That you just have to leave up in your cooch. Like, yeah, I'm like, I like, think I know. They were crawling all over her, like, in her, like, you know, like, pubic area. Um, um, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what the? F- um, if you guys are just now joining in, this is Carmen from, uh, from Plainfield. But, uh, yeah, this fucking story is sick as fuck. This is, wor- this is the grossest story I've ever heard in my life. I'm low-key mad that we let it go on this line. I'm so I mad. Know, like- Honestly, I thought you were going to come on here with a cool fucking story. No, I mean, I can tell you that I've heard a million other stories, but that was just my one today. <laughs> I know, that's just disgusting. Working in the ER, um, I guess, I see crazy stuff every day, but... That was just my experience today. And if you go on, well, never mind. The ones that know me, the real Kermit, you can see my Instagram story and you can actually see the flea that I caught. Oh, no. I gotta go look. I'm gonna go look. <laughs> you can actually see it. Oh, shit. I gotta go look. I'm gonna go look. We we thank you for joining us today, Karma San Diego from Indiana. <laughs> we we appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming and sharing that that fucking horrific story with us. And you yeah. are a friend of the show, so anytime you you want to come on and tell us stories, we're we're more than willing to have you. So give us a call. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No problem. I like talking to you guys. All right. I'll talk to you in a little bit. All right. Man, she lost me when she said she had to catch one. You had to, they made you catch a flea to prove it was a flea? I'm fucking dead. I would have walked out. I would have quit my job. Unemployment sounds way better than that. Like, way fucking better. <laughs> way better. I'm bro, not. You I'm can't, not. You can't I'm just not, jump out the medical field because of a flea. If bro, I'm not. I'm not catching. I'm not catching a coochie flea, bro. <laughs> like, that is. No <laughs> what if, hey, what if it jumped on your lip? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Fuck hard pass. Hard fucking pass. Dude, if it jumped on your lip, that shit would be great. Hard fucking pass. Can but, we um, go back to the dating shit, though? Because yeah, I think yeah, there was yeah, another so question in. in there. Well, what do you so, got for it? Show me. There was this question that we were talking about in our group chat when we were planning content for the podcast. And it was, if your friend hypes up the person they're talking to, and you meet them, and they don't live up, do you stay quiet or you tell the truth? You tell the truth. I want y'all to fucking tell me. If I, if I gas up anybody and i bring her out and you guys meet her and she doesn't look like it i expect you to pull me to the side and clown my fucking listen, ass listen hard when it comes to the significant other That's and the girls, hear it. when it comes to the significant other when it comes to shit like that like a girl you've been hyping up you gotta tell your friends the fucking truth when it comes to just your friend tell your friend the fucking truth like, bro, last week, fucking Dom, right? Dom was like, bro, am I fresh? I looked at him, I said, no. You are absolutely fucking not fresh, bro. This man had toilet paper on his black Air Forces with his fuzzy socks. And I had to let him. Maybe blue socks on right now. Fuzzies. Those were the ones you were wearing last week. But it's like, I had to let my friend know because I'm a good friend. I had to let him know. Like, look, dog, no, this ain't the move. 
I would tell. I'm I'm just bullshitting everybody out there. But no, really, keep it real with your friends though. If they're hyping up somebody and they don't live up to those expectations, keep it real. Be thorough. Be a real friend. Say, hey, fam, this ain't it. This ain't what it is, boys. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you guys. All right. If my dude's sitting here talking about my girl's bad, she's real attractive, this and that, right? My bitch do shit that you're good. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, let's say he brings her over. And, he, and if he asks me, hey, bro, what do you think of my girl? I'm going to say, yeah, bro. Fucking wait, 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 wait. You said you're saying. So if I, if I was like, hey, Dom. I got this girl, I'm about to bring her to our, I don't know, we're about to go hit up Blaine, like we normally Yeah. Do. And she's a and bro. I mean, when she walks in the room, everybody looks, and their jaws just drop. I'm and that situation happens, and that situation happens, you will look at me and say, yeah, yeah. Knowing well, this chick is foul, bro, on every level. What I would tell Striking you, bro, out. what I would say is I say, I would say, hey, bro, is this your type? And if you say yes, I'm gonna say, all right, bro. I see you because you got your type. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You got your type. You know what I'm saying? You got your type. Now, if you tell me, nah, bro, this ain't my type. I'm gonna say, then what are you doing, bro? It's not it. You got it all wrong. But if this is your type and that's what you like, bro, then hey, man, you got it. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna get it, but you got it. Listen, if she's a dime and she pulls up and you're like, yeah, this is who I was telling you about. She a dime. I'm not gonna be like, yeah. I'm gonna be like. She's okay. Yeah. I'm going to downplay the situation for you because I'm, I'm helping you out. I don't want you to have a big See. ego. I don't, I don't want your ego. You don't want to show me. Exactly. Hey, this my, motherfucker shit. My ego. Roof, boy. Yeah, my Check this out. Now, if she, now if she's like, you know, average, which, I mean, even though we're talking about this, we aren't misogynistic assholes. We care about women. We do, we do. Disclaimer. This is just a, this is a hypothetical, this is a hypothetical, hypothetical conversation, conversation between three gentlemen. So let me, let me, let me, let me. But for those guys out there that end up in this situation. So average, average though, right? Hold on, let me, yeah, let me yeah, take yeah. you. So average. average. So if she's average, I'm literally gonna look at you and be like, "That's the one." I can't keep this <laughs> face tonight. I've been trying to. Hold in my fucking laughter the entire night, but I gotta speak on this. Go ahead. Look, let me put you on something. What would you do? Well, I do. I look. If I'm bringing a girl around my guys, snake gonna lie through his teeth. I'm really about to not lie to my teeth. Look, if I'm bringing, if I'm, if if you're bringing your girl around and you're like, okay, hey, this this is my girl. She's the one. I'm gonna be respectful. I'm gonna be respectful. Yeah. I'm gonna let you do you. And I'm gonna be like, Dom, so yeah, you guys are feeling each other? Okay, cool. It is what it is. As long as you are happy. Now, we ain't gonna be taking no look. We ain't gonna be looking. We ain't gonna be trying to see no pictures like that. It is what it is. Now for me, for me, look, this might be skewed. You know who you are. If, when you're out there, when you hear what I'm about to say, this is kind of me speaking directly to the girl I'm seeing right now. Look, if my if my guys ain't checking you out, we got a problem. We got a we got we got a problem. And I'm not misogynistic at all, but I look for my I look to my boys for validation a little bit. A little bit. And I'm confident enough in my own to validate my own shit. But yeah. sometimes I just want my I just want an opinion from my close friends like, hey man, right? 
Right. Did I lie? Was it's, I capping? It's the not. Was I, it's, it's the, the not. It's the not. It's the not. because we've we've talked right. about it before, right. like the situations. So it, it is the not. It's it's a, is, and just for clarification, it's a head nod of approval. Yeah, because I, I don't want people to like take. Correct me if I'm wrong. How about that? So correct yeah, yeah, me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more so the person that you're talking about. We haven't met this person at all, but we've only heard great things about them. Like we've seen a picture, but we've heard more than we've actually been like checking them out. So it's like we don't we don't really care about looks. Like we're just yeah. kind of bullshitting around on podcasts before we like get killed by the whole fucking world. Right. But uh, <laughs> but when it comes down to it, it's like because you have been talking all this good shit about this person, she's got to live up to it. She has to live up to the reputation. Right. So that's why you're looking to your boys for like the, for the validation. It's like yo, like I know I was saying all that shit. Was I right or was I wrong? Right. That, that's it. Is right. that what you were talking about or am I wrong? No, no, no. You're absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head. So there comes a time in every young man's life, you know, when I first started like dating and bringing girls to the crib, you know, my dad would be like, hell yeah, right. She looks good. And give you that validation, that fatherly nod. But, you know, I'm 27 right now. Dad lives in a whole other city. So... My boys got to take that place. I need their nod to make sure that I'm not out here capping. Yeah. And that's it. Speaking that's of friends, it. bro. So have you ever had somebody just kind of like, you haven't really talked to them in a minute, but they finally hit you up. And when they do, I either get, I get one of these two things. One, they're going to pitch me an MLM. Or two, they're going to ask me for something. I knew that's where we were going with this. So... My question to you is, have you ever had somebody not hit you up recently and literally pitch you an MLM or just ask you for something? Because th today, I actually had someone hit me up today, right? I got this text. It says, hey, man, how you doing? I'm just like, nigga, I haven't seen you in years. And then, you know, I just reply back, what's up? And uh, they were like, uh, what are you doing next week? I'm like, nah, uh... I don't have anything planned 100% yet. What's up? So I'm doing this, uh, this herbal life thing, man. I'd really love you to come to it and you can talk to my people. I'm like, no, nah, bro, I'm blocking you. Get the fuck up off my phone. And then, you know, I have another friend hit me up a couple days ago, right? And they're like, hey, bro, what's up? I'm just like, I haven't seen this dude in a few weeks. You know what I mean? Like, what are, we, what are you doing? So then, you know, I'm like, what's up, bro? He's like, hey, man, uh, how's everything going? How you doing? I'm like, I'm good, bro. You know, we, I'm thinking, oh, this dude wants to catch up. Hey, bro, can I borrow like $50, bro, until like next payday? I ain't got what? it, bro. I ain't got it. When's the last time we talked? Three weeks ago. How close are we? Are you one of my niggas? You just, y'all you, are cool. Or we know each other. Y'all are cool. How cool, though? You're just cool. Are we like, you you're just I cool? cool? We're, you're, we're just cool. We're casual. Nah. If I see you at a kickback, nah. we shake up. Well, that's it. Oh, but it's, like, it, but it's, it's not, not like a favorite. Not a, not yeah, a, not a... That, that's reserved for brothers. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, that's, don't, reserved, that's reserved don't. for people who, who aren't going to ever hold it against you. And also for people who, like, you know that you would actually help them out if they were in need. And you're asking that type of question. Right. I guess my response is I've been... In situations where people just out of the blue have hit me up asking for something. I fucking hate it. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. I hate it because it's like, man, like, at one point I did fuck with you enough 
to where if this were then when you asked me, it would be a whole different situation. Yeah. And it's like I, I did care about you, whether it's a female friend or or just one of the niggas. It's like I cared about you to the point where if you needed something from me, I would give you the shirt off my back. Yeah. But if you just you know we don't we don't talk. It's not like the friends where like with me and Shelby, bro. Like before I moved back here, me and Shelby ain't seen each other in. It was about a year and a half. Yeah, maybe like a year and a half, almost two years. But we still communicated. We still checked in on each other and shit like that. So when we came back, it was just like, what's up? Like, ain't, ain't shit changed. So yeah. had Shelby called me or I called Shelby, I, I know what that is. Now, when you just call people out of the blue, man, you're going you gonna to get their feelings. And it's where you been. Like, you don't even know my life no more. Like, right. people have had kids. People have lost people in their family. Like people needed you, you weren't there for them. Can I can I follow up? You on can't what expect you just them said? to do shit for you. Can I can I piggyback off yeah, that? That's that's what really that's what really really gets me when someone just kind of hits you up out of the blue and then they have that conversation with you. You guys are having a whole ass conversation. Like wow, you really want to catch up with me? You really care about what's going on? This is nice. Hey, can I borrow something? What? What? Yeah. What? You trying to butter me up? What? It's like you, you just you really? Talking, yeah, you man, just, I just I just poured out all my shit like you just said. I I may have lost somebody. I may have lost my job. I may be have some health problems. And you want what? And we haven't talked in a minute. That that bothers me. That bothers me. I when it comes to stuff like that, if it was a close friend, without a doubt, not even a question. Come get it. Let me, I'll send it to you. I'll get it to you. But you need you need a place to stay, whatever. Come crash. You need some money, you need some food, whatever. I'm going to take care of you because I know you would do the same in return for me. But I'm not going to tee it up and be like, dang, bro. Like, imagine that when you had moved to Las Vegas, obviously we didn't communicate as much as we do now because you were living aside across the country. You had a whole other life. But imagine if in that situation, imagine if that situation would have been like, all right, we don't really, we don't fuck with each other anymore. And then I just hit you up while you're in Las Vegas or you came back here and we're just chopping it up, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm really, we're having those conversations that really kind of dwell at your heartstrings and your feelings and shit. And then I just fucking ask you for something. And that's the only reason why I did it. That shit actually pains me. And low-key, that happened to me a couple weeks ago and I was really fucking upset about it. I was really fucking upset. I was like, wow, I'm a... I am a gullible ass person for falling for this. So now, if we don't, if we don't, if you're not one of my niggas and we're not regularly talking, and you don't know what's going on in my life. I don't know what's going on in your life. And don't ask me shit. I have family who calls me like I talk to. I talk to one of my cousins like all the time. I can't do shit for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like his situation. He's in his situation for a while, and it's like. I can't really do shit for him. He don't be calling me asking for shit. You know what I'm saying? He just called me to be like, man, how you doing? Like, talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? And we just talk. And it's like, that type of relationship is the type of relationship that I expect to have with my brothers. You know what I'm saying? It's like, call me just to talk. Call me to get some shit off your chest. Call me to, to let me know that he was thinking about me. You know, that's the type of conversations I want to have with my female friends. Like, call me... Call me when, when you got some shit on your chest you want to talk about. Like, I'm going to listen. Call me, you know, just call me. Bro, I've had that happen before, too, where we just have these conversations out of nowhere. People, it does. It feels good when you talk to people and they don't want something from you. 
It does. It because does. it's like, the reason they want something from you is because they know that you have something. That they want. I've had it, I've had that happen in that same situation where I've gotten a call or like a text and we're just, we're chopping it up, catching up, and then the conversation stop. Next day, they hit me again and they're on some, I'm not really trying to talk anymore, I'm just trying to ask you for something. Shit. So it's like they tee it up early and then they ask you like the next day or whatever. But yeah, the shit happens, it doesn't feel good. It really doesn't. You wanna know what else doesn't feel good? Yeah. That nigga, Donald Trump got COVID. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> hey. He it's, just, it's not funny. Like, he deserves the shit. Listen, he deserves the shit. He does, but there were people who were like, I'm gonna say this right now. Even though we're called banned in America, bro, we're really not trying to be banned from our own fucking country. But I am gonna say this. To all y'all motherfuckers who are out there talking about, man, I hope Trump dies and all this shit, that's fucked up. Never wish death upon a president. I don't care who you are. I don't care how you feel about him. Actually, never wish death upon another person, period. Fuck just being a president. Now, the fact that he has COVID, the irony. But you don't wish death upon somebody. Yeah, I don't and, want and get well, get well soon. Get well soon, Trump. I don't want him to because I, I want you to be well when Biden takes your ass out. <laughs> I, I don't see. I don't want him to die, but I agree with Rich. I want you to be in a nice, healthy state when you get that ass handed to you, so you have no excuses. See, but the, it, it, it's funny. So that makes me think of like the perfect example. Like back when we were in middle school and we were in sex ed, and they said, you know, if you're gonna go out there and you're, you guys are, you're having sex and all that, wear a condom or you will catch an STD. This is the same, kind of on the same level shit. Wear a mask. Wear a mask or you're gonna catch COVID. This he thought it was sweet. Oh, I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get it. I'm I'm this and that. And look at that. So they get caught COVID. So listen, this COVID shit has affected everyone. Not only has it affected the president, you know, and all those people, they're, they're doing these quote-unquote super spreader events, is what they're calling them. Wow. But COVID, is, it's been affecting our economy. It's been affecting people's mental health. But when it comes to the economy, like, I know that I was talking with Dom, and he's been kind of keeping up to date with some of that shit. Um... I mean, dog, you want you want to touch on that for us because yeah, I'm, man. I'm interested. So, I'm trying to learn some shit. So a lot of uh, what COVID's done is COVID has been very indiscriminate as a disease. Um, it doesn't matter if you're rich, doesn't matter if you're poor, doesn't matter if you're famous or if you're shut in. If you get in contact with this uh, illness, you are going to get it. That's pretty much what it is. Um, that's affected a lot of jobs. Um, hell, even the Kroger that's been around us for over 60 years, 50 years, is closing. Um, a lot of jobs are going, disappearing. Um, people are kind of acting like COVID doesn't really exist right now because states are starting to open back up. But cases are starting to ramp back up. This is cold and flu season that's coming around, guys. I don't know why we're acting like cold and flu season. People don't get sick. Now you're not going to know. You're not going to know if you have COVID or not unless you start showing extreme symptoms. You start showing extreme symptoms, now you're out of work. Now you've gotten everybody else sick. And guess what? We're back on lockdown. I don't predict another lockdown, but what I do see happening is a tremendous amount of job loss and layoffs and foreclosures and things like that over the next 18 months. Um, I work in default uh, mortgages and default servicing. Uh, about. On average, the average portfolio for most mortgage companies is about 8% is affected by COVID. 
So with there being hundreds of millions of mortgages out there, right? 8% of that is over 8 million people. Um, that's 8 million people that have either lost their job, lost their life, lost a loved one, or lost income, can't support their mortgage. Um, that's going to have a huge collapse. You know what I mean? That can put mortgage companies out of business, something like that. That's what causes uh, these economic recessions. I mean, hell, it happened in 2008. Massive foreclosures, job losses, businesses going out, banks going out. Even banks almost went out of business, and then those giant mega bailouts came out. Um, this is almost like setting the stage for it. You know what I mean? The United States is due for a recession. COVID hits. Job losses are massive. We lost jobs that can go back as far as like the Great Depression. Like almost every job we've created since then has almost literally been erased. And these jobs won't be added back anytime soon. We're looking at depression level losses right now. Yeah, but everybody's acting like everything's fine because of these deferrals or forbearances yeah, that people the are getting in. is being propped up by sentiment. By, by sentiment, investor sentiment, as well as printed money. So the government, the, the government, the Federal Reserve, they, when they release these stimulus packages, what they are saying, that is, they are going to Congress and they are saying we need to approve X amount of trillions of dollars so that we can allocate towards, you know, the PPP loans, you know, direct payments to consumers, you know, airline bailouts, you name it. They are using taxpayer dollars not only for current taxpayers, but future taxpayers. So, I mean, three generations ahead. So, you know, my great-grandchildren are going to be reaping these, like, not reaping these benefits, but paying for the, the stimulus that is going out right now. So we are creating and adding debt in order to, quote-unquote, prop up the economy. And not even really the economy, the markets. So you, and Dom, I, I, want, to say, I want you to get your take on this, too. We need to essentially separate the difference between the market, the financial markets, and the economy. The financial markets, when those stimulus packages came out, obviously they kept going up. But that doesn't mean the economy is doing well. The two terms are not synonymous. They are two entirely different vehicles that we need to get extra clarification on. I'm very passionate about this because I work in finance. I deal with money. The economy is not good. Job loss, every Thursday morning, look at CNBC, jobless claims come out. You will see that they, yes, we have added back some jobs, not all of the jobs. That means we have probably added about 40% of the jobs that we have lost since March. So you want to know what the big deal is? This, in my opinion, of course, the big deal is what we're looking at is... Um, So what I think the big deal is, we're looking at this shit in the present tense. Everyone's present in the moment. A lot of people aren't able to see into the future and really what's happening because they're blinded by other things. Bro, I know people who still really haven't come out their house and they can't because of you know their high risk or, or when they do go out their house, they take the same little routes and they go to the same places that are near them. But if you really were to take a cruise through your city, doesn't matter where you are, take a cruise through your city, 
people have been blinded because they, they saw these buildings being boarded up because of the protests and stuff. But some of those buildings That's didn't get on board. Some of them didn't get on boarded. And when this smoke clears, you're going to take a, uh, like Dom said, I say the same time frame, you know what, 12, 18 months, you're going to take a ride through your city and it's going to look completely different. Your city's going to look like it went to a fucking war. There's going to be that many empty businesses. You're going to think that your, that your city went through a fucking war. Yeah. But people can't see that right now because they're, they're waiting for the money. They're waiting for the government to bail you out. They're, you know, they're like, oh man, like this unemployment shit, like this shit, gonna, it's not going to last forever. No. It's not going to last forever. You got to do something. You got to get up. You got to be proactive. You have to put yourself in a position to where if something like this were to happen, you're taken care of. Now, that goes back to financial literacy. That goes to housing literacy, understanding exactly what it takes to save some money, what it takes to invest some money, what it takes to leave money for your family. Um, it's, it starts now. You got to stop being selfish. And I think that's the biggest part that we have to learn. Us as individuals, yeah, we can be doing great. But like Dom said, it's a difference between being rich and there's a difference between being wealthy. You want to try to be wealthy. And by wealthy, it doesn't have to mean hundreds and billions of dollars. By wealthy, it just means you leave people in a position to continue on. And when they're in that position, they should try to build off of that. And they should try to get to a better position. But right now with this COVID and with everything going on, we're blinded. We don't, we don't really see what's going on. And, it, and it's up to us, being the guys that we are, to just kind of let you know a little bit about this shit. Yeah, I think so. From, from our own minds, just a little bit. I agree. It'll be better. I don't want, I don't want anybody out there being scared. It's going to get better. But it's going to get a whole lot worse before it gets better. Yeah, we're not even, we're not through it. We're not close. The end is not near. We're still very much dealing. We're in the trenches right now. We are fighting a trench warfare against COVID-19. I mean, and it's throwing out all the fucking tactics that it's got to beat us. So, yo, you gotta be positive. Sorry, that was my dad. Um, yeah, we gotta be positive. We gotta... I mean, you gotta, you gotta be proactive. Don't just sit and wait for it to come for you. You gotta go out there and you get it. But you also gotta take care of yourself. So with that said, you know, live every single day. Like, it might be your last. Because you never know. You never know. Make every tomorrow count. That's what I'm gonna I say. I think that's a good prediction that you said, though. Honestly, that that time frame, I, I can see it. If we're looking back to what was going on in 2008, same, same shit. You know, it was... That was an election year, wasn't it? It was an election year. Bush Bush had a... He had a stimulus package during his, his presidency. And then, then Barack came in. And uh, I'm not going to get too political because... Yo, shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast and takes time to like send... Actually listen to it and then send critiques. Like, listen to the shit that we say and be like, hey, like, I think that you should be more informed about, because listen, we don't know shit. I don't know shit. I don't claim to be a politician. 
I don't claim to be a fucking love guru, love scientist. I don't think Shelby... Or I claim to be all that shit. shit. Give me the smoke. <laughs> yeah, but no, I appreciate people who, like, you know, hit me up and they're just like, yo, like, check this out. Put me on game. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was an election year, 2008, and some of the signs are very similar. And I think with the same market, but I think it's even more markets now. Like, with that housing market, I do see it. I see a crash. Because people are moving too... It's too extreme right now. Like, the way shit's going is too extreme. People are... They think it's normal. They're watching these kids, like... There are people cashing out in real estate, and I'm happy for them. They're cashing out in real estate. But it's very extreme, and it makes me, like, grab my magnifying glass and be like, what's really going the fuck on? And we're about to find out. Like, back then, they were giving... You got a job at McDonald's, man. We're giving you a fucking $400,000 house that we know you can't afford. Yeah. But you just have to be able to breathe and have a pay stub when we give you a fucking house. The, the lending requirements are tremendous. Yeah, they've changed. They're, they've changed since uh, then. But what's hitting us now is that people are literally just not paying for their mortgage right now. Mm-hmm. And because of COVID, they think, oh, well, I have a, a forbearance, which means like I, don't, I can just pay whatever and then... I'll either pay it, I'll just pay it later. Pay it later doesn't mean that it goes to the back of your loan. It means that you literally owe, like some people haven't paid for like since March, right? We're in October now, you have seven payments. Let's say next March comes, you owe us 12 months worth of payments on top of that month's payment. You owe us 13 months payment and most people can't afford that. People are jumping into these houses though. In 2020, they're jumping into these houses because they know that. They know that, hey, I have a decent job right now, but if I get laid off, this forbearance shit. And that's exactly what's happening. Like, if you really see the amount that people are buying homes, bro, and selling homes, you're just like, yo, what the fuck? People who actually have the money to sell homes are cashing out. People who, like, want to kind of play the system, they're kind of learning that game. Like, let me jump in while I have, uh, you know, decent credit, while I have this, while I have this. Everything's... Pause. Everything's in forbearance. My student loans are in forbearance. Like, uh, I got payment plans on my credit cards. I got payment plans on my internet. I got payment plans on this. So my credit looks better than what my credit really is. Mm-hmm. So why not take advantage of this shit right now? And they are. Well, it's not necessarily that they're taking advantage of it, man. Most people don't understand it. Like, that stuff's all going to come due. Like, all this... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't even want to get too deep into it. But a lot of that stuff... Like, nothing's free, you know what I mean? There's nothing, especially in the world of money or finance. Literally nothing is free. If anyone tells you they can get a loan for you, zero cost, blah, 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 this and that, it's a lie. If anyone tells you that you can go six, eight, nine, 12 months without a payment, that's a lie. Because all you're gonna do is rack up more interest or owe a lot more in a lump sum later on or just drag out the length of time that you have to pay something back which can turn a 30-year mortgage into 32 years, 35 years, 40 years, depending on what happens with your loan once it's all said and done with. But it's, uh, it's a slippery slope, man. And I don't see, I, I think the only way we could truly recover economically is you'd have to have a vaccine before the end of the year. If they, they, if they have a vaccine that comes out in November, that's like approved and it's mass manufactured like early 2021, then you could see the economy jump like several basis points. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's a prediction. But Mark my words. 
Trump is going to announce a vaccine very fucking soon. See, they, he's gonna say already, he has But they've already stopped, they stopped the clinical trials on the, yeah, they on the same it. vaccine. So Moderna, Lilly, all the drug manufacturing companies that were competing and bidding for these government contracts who managed to produce a coronavirus COVID-19 vaccine, they were rushing them through. So they were rushing through the FDA regulations. They were you know, not following the CDC guidelines or whatever they have to do to properly put a vaccine out there, cause people to get sick. So now they have halted all human trials. So right now it's not looking good. Now, with that being said, in two weeks, this man says, November 2nd, we got a vaccine. He's Don't you fucking it. take it. Don't you fucking take it. The boys at here at Bandit America put out the facts. Don't fucking take it. We're not anti-vaxxers. We're not anti-vaxxers. <laughs> don't just don't take that one. I see. I'm not telling nobody to take it or don't take it because we're not medical professionals at all. We don't know what the fuck's in that vaccine. All I'm saying is he's going to come out and say that he has that vaccine. I know for a fact. This, mark my words, it's going to happen. He's going to say, "Oh sure, I have this vaccine. Which, that leads me to the next point. Vote. Early voting is available. People have been early voting. Shout out to Indiana. Shout out to Nevada. Shout out to Florida. Shout out to all the states who have been early voting. New York. Shout out to everyone all over who's been early voting. Your votes count. Your votes matter. Not just in this presidential election, but in your local... In the Senate races. Everywhere. Make sure that you continue to vote. Um, and vote well after this. Um, in another, what, two years? Like, yep, yep. So two years comes up. We have the midterms so that's when they determine who holds the house uh two years after that we got another presidential and senate election so yes we the only thing we're telling you to do we're not going to tell you what to do with the vaccine but we are going to tell you to go vote vote voting is sexy vote or die as sean puffy p diddy daddy comes <laughs> vote or we're going to beat your ass <laughs> Dom, take us out of here, bro. Take, close us out. All right, close guys. Close us out with a song. Um, no. <laughs> but I am going to close you guys I out. I believe I can fly. There you go. No. What I, what I do want to say is definitely vote. Make sure you guys are voting. Some people think that uh, their vote doesn't matter. Your vote matters because there's people that uh, can't vote, and you can vote for them. You know what I mean? In a way. So... Um, whoever you vote for, I don't care. Um, I do care, but I don't care. Uh, just vote, get it out there, be a part of something, be a part of something for somebody else that can't have the same uh, rights or abilities as you. Uh, but it's extremely important, and it's your God-given United States American right. Exercise it, please. And fuck off. Man. And America.